Hey, you're making plans, as so many people are, as things loosen up and things are changing fast and furious. And as we look at the vaccine rollout and the testing requirements, two big elements that could dictate how easily or whether or not it's even possible for you and your family to travel. Marty Firestone joining us live, president, travel secure, travel industry expert, and a hearty welcome to Marty. How you doing? Good afternoon, Arlene. How are you? Hey, I am good. How are parents who are thinking, okay, I've been waiting for this moment. I can have my children vaccinated and travel a little bit more freely and feel better about so many things. How is that going to impact the travel industry? Because now we know that they can't get that double shot. They won't be fully vaccinated. Certainly tough go before Christmas. No doubt. In fact, what we're seeing is the majority of families that were booking and it actually asked me for quotes and and put Mm -hmm. something in play are now hesitating and and canceling. And they're not going on these trips because they will not have both shots prior to. Therefore, they will have to quarantine and not go back into school for 14 days when they get back. So most are opting to take a pass and waiting potentially till a March break or for sure next year. But at this point, holding tight. And what does that do to the industry, Marty? What were you expecting? And I'm seeing, you know, a lot of growth here. But every time there's a blip, it's got to put things back a bit. Yeah, this is a blip on Christmas vacation traffic, but it is not a blip at all on snowbirds. Snowbirds have not only come back on mass, but I suspect this month will be a record month, even compared to pandemic which is wonderful wonderful news because they don't worry about these things needless to say and they don't worry about pcr tests because when they come back in april they probably won't even be a requirement anymore so it's just this short-term family group with three children that are not going to go away because of the quarantine because of the pcr test requirements and all that combined together And what about, how does that affect uh, U.S. Thanksgiving? I know of a lot of people who are finally going to go over and see their family in the United States, but when it comes to kids, that's totally different. Well, actually, it's even affecting the adult aspect. Like, I was surprised that they didn't make this in place for 1159 Mm -hmm. on you know, Sunday night of this this week, of last week, I should say, because quite frankly, to make it November 30th, everybody who was planning to maybe take advantage of a nice weekend this weekend, as long as they were within 72 hours, meaning just going over for a day or even sleeping overnight, they did not require a PCR test to come back into Canada. But now they've made it November 30th. So that takes care of all those people that thought they were going to get away and hoping that it would be in effect earlier than that. It does. On the other hand, you can maybe see their point because the rushes of where they've been looking at the cases going. Thanksgiving, Halloween, it's been all this that way all through the pandemic. And maybe they don't want to rush on this. I agree with you. It's probably not a coincidence that, in fact, there was some thought put behind this and said, let's get through that U.S. Thanksgiving weekend, still keep it in place after that, then there's nothing really till the next rush, which would be Christmas holidays. So I, I, I think there's something to be said for what you, you, you pointed out, that maybe they purposely did not want it in place this week. 
You know, I remember all the travel rules that changed at 9-11, and they were fast and furious. You'd get stopped at the airport, and you couldn't bring your cream because it was too creamy, and you could, you know, make a a bomb out of it, and we all had to get our heads around it. People were having their shoes x-rayed, and they really got invasive as they searched you at the border, and we went through it year by year, month by month, and it changed things. Marty, how's the pandemic? In your opinion right now, as you get a glimpse of you said of the new normal the excitement record-breaking where what has the pandemic changed it's going to change travel as we know it but at least travel won't come to a halt by any means and we can see now that it's coming back but you know what i i may give a quick example used to be you used to check what time is the plane landing and then you'll get in the car because we want to be there with about 15 minutes to go because when they come out you'll pick up your your guests or your family that's gone right now people are looking at two to three hour waits till they make it through all the clearance and the customs mm. PCR tests and whatever the requirements are. So that's a, just a, a small example of what's changing out there, that nothing is going to be just black and white, that you, you know, you're taking off this time and you're coming back this time. None of that's going to be around anymore. Travel is going to definitely have a lot of pitfalls in it, but it is going to move and it will get better as each month progresses. When you see this record and people are traveling again, is this business travel? Is this personal travel? Is this I want to see my family travel? Or is there something else that you're seeing? Well, it's definitely snowbird travel. These are people that have not been down to their places for the last two years, and they are sort of chomping, and they basically say, I'm going, and I'm not worried. I'm fully vaccinated, so my concerns aren't there. Business travel is and always will change and be a dramatic change because people found out that they could very well work from home, they could very well get on Zoom, and they basically don't necessarily need to make that one-day trip that they thought they always had to make. So that's not never going to quite come back. And family travel and international travel, Italy, France is of the world, I still think we're looking at summer of 2022 before that happens. I was going to say, you know, as, as you say that the glut right now is snowbirds, Well, it is a glut. It's pent up. So why is this more than normal for snowbirds, do you think? From what I can tell and the way they're talking to me, they used to go back and forth like they Ah, took advantage of what an insurance company offers called a multi-trip annual. So they would go away for 60 days, step back for one day, and then head back the next 60 days, and that wouldn't cost them. They aren't doing that this year. They're staying from November to April without the back and forth. Reasons are they don't want to pay for PCR tests each and every time they come back. They don't want to sit on a plane on a runway for three hours. So this is interesting. What we're seeing is that they're going away for longer and not coming back in between. And what does that do to those receiving them on the other end in the United States? Is that good news for them that they're not going back? Or does the back and forth create something else? No, I think the the fact that they're not going back and forth, they're staying longer, they are are feeding the economy, they are going out more often, there is no gap in between their 185 days that they're away. So I suspect from the U.S. perspective, having people there longer without going back and forth is a good thing. I want to ask you, what are people saying when they book these flights or if they book a hotel? Are they quizzing people? Are they saying, what is your procedure? Are they getting really granular on how this is going to roll out? Because let's face it, Florida's reaction, certainly politically, very different than Ontario. No doubt. And it's a great question. I find that the majority of snowbirds, as we know it, either have residences or rent. Okay, so they're pretty content 
with the uh, options that are being offered there. They do ask the owners that they're renting from if there's another wave and I can't get down there because the border closes up again. Can I get a refund? Can I get a credit? So you're getting new questions that you never used to get before because trip cancellation insurance used to cover if you had to cancel a trip, but it no longer will cover if the reason for cancellation is COVID related. So really important that people ask hotels, that they ask tour companies, Airbnbs, all these kind of things. What if I can't make it down there? Will I get my money back? These are a new set of questions that never existed before. No, they didn't. And if you've got COVID and you have to cancel, you don't get your money back. So this is a big this is a big trial out here, Marty. Yeah. So it used to be that you say, I took this out, and now I don't have to worry mm-hmm. if I have to cancel because myself, traveling, no more. family member gets sick. Now it's totally a different game. Marty Firestone, happy business to you. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Take care. Marty Firestone, who is a travel industry expert and president of Secure Travel, Travel Secure. And there you hear him. Little bit of jump in his voice, Marty. He was a he was down in the dumps, totally, completely down in the dumps, as as was the travel industry as we started to navigate this whole pandemic. We were talking earlier about truckers. There is a huge demand for truckers, and because of the shortage. They would like a little more time when it comes to those vaccinations and mandates and all the proposals for the changes. We're going to find out more. For Jeff MacArthur, I'm Arlene Bunn, and don't go away. This is Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.